0: Welcome to this episode of Show Your Scars with Jordan Angeli, a look inside the journey back from a devastating injury. We may not choose for this to happen to us, but we appreciate who we have become in the process. Now let's look into this week's episode as we share our strengths and show our scars with pride. Today's podcast is brought to you guys by Recoup Fitness. Our friends at Recoup have created a product called the Stinger, and it's the first ever recovery product of its kind. It combines myofascial release and cryotherapy, otherwise known as massage and icing, to replace ice cups for athletes everywhere. This is an amazing product because you can use it in hard-to-reach places or on bigger muscles like your quads and your IT bands. I use it right around my knee to help with the swelling and just a little bit of relief after I work out. The Stinger is something that you just place in the freezer for two hours and you can enjoy up to six hours of massage. Come on, guys. Recover smarter. Go to RecoupFitness.com, R-E-C-O-U-P Fitness.com. Use the code ACL Club to get a discount on one of their stinger products. Right now, go and start recouping like a pro. Hey everybody, I'm pretty pumped for this episode of Show Your Scars because I think America has kind of been hit with this new phenomenon of American ninja warrior. I mean, we've all watched an episode of this show and kind of been in awe, I think, of the athletic ability of these people, their body control, their strength, and just the way that they can navigate these courses is quite remarkable and I am pretty honored that I got to ch- the chance to talk with Erica Cook an American ninja warrior, a person who's been on a couple different of their shows. She was originally one of the first 8 women to ever make it up the warp ball and now she does it with ease. Well, currently do it with ease as she is recovering from an ACL injury. But Erica Cook is just a phenomenal human. And I had a really good conversation with her. She talks about how she uses her gym to help her in her recovery. Um, That even though you can't do everything physically on a a leg perspective, how she still does a lot of things upper body to keep her adrenaline going and her, her endorphins going and her motivation to get back from this injury. She talks about how she was on Team Ninja Warrior, on Team The Real Life Beasts. Yes, that was their name. Um, and Drew Dreschel, who is a very good American Ninja Warrior, told her that right away, you're going to fall, I'm going to fall. And, and just him saying that, someone who is so athletically, you know, gifted to everybody else that he accepts failure and how that's kind of helped her in her journey. Overall, just a really cool conversation with her, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. Okay, well, I'm really excited to talk to you. I this has been the most fun uh, researching someone that I've had yet because
1: oh. you you are a badass. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm working on working on getting back there. Uh, it's yeah, interesting. It's so For cool. Sure. I
0: mean. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, before we kind of get into, you know, what's been happening in the last couple months, like, I just want to talk about American Ninja Warrior, and, like, yeah. I saw you, I saw you do a crazy thing with a chair where you climb yeah. underneath a chair and you don't touch the ground,
1: and yeah. that
0: got a lot of, like, press. I feel like a lot of people were talking about that. Like, how the
1: heck do you do that? Um, that's honestly probably one of the most difficult things I've ever tried to do. It's just it, what I what you don't see is that I failed like fifty five times before I finally got it, and I didn't oh even have a chair. I borrowed a chair from someone's like waiting room. I was like, I need this. I will bring it back once I can do this. No, I saw it online somewhere, and it was um, it's a big rock climber. Correct, it's like a, big, okay. like, it's a chair traverse. And I saw somebody mm-hmm. do it, and I was like, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna try. And then I couldn't, and just me being stubborn. When I find something that I can't do, I just go like do it over and over and over again until I can. And so I finally got it, and then when I got it and kind of shared it, I, and I'm not a rock climber. In like my mm-hmm. world, everyone else kind of tried it, and um, a couple people, a couple people were able to do it. Um, but yeah. it, it kind of it kind of blew up because it was not something that I mean I had never seen it before. It just like popped up online, and I was like, that's cool. But everybody tried it, and they're like, oh my god, that's impossible. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> well, what you can't see is I had bruises all over my legs because the chair was uh, it was like a square frame the legs and so it was just okay. like, rubbing up and like rubbing my thighs oh my gosh my so like i looked like i had gotten beat up after i finally got it, it. was the like a day. little
0: like fascia release on your on your legs
1: exactly it was really bad my brother was like you need
0: your pants
1: for the next <laughs> i love
0: to i love to how you right away said like what you can't see is that i failed 55 yeah. times before yeah. i did that <laughs> And I think that people, especially with uh, social media this day, these days, like, we always put up our best, you
1: mm-hmm. know, our
0: best us a lot of the times, you know, and, and the truth is, like, that's not, it doesn't just happen. Like, you don't just become who you are, Erica, exactly. with with just one chance of doing something. So um, I think that's really cool that you kind of started off like that. And I think it's kind of maybe a preview of what's to come here in this conversation. But yeah. I want to know, like, more about your athletic background and how um, like what you did growing up kind of led you into this new path of, um, being an American ninja warrior. I'm going to say that so many times, so forgive yeah. me now.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I kind of had a, not, not weird, but very, but definitely non-traditional, uh, I played volleyball, which is, you know, pretty okay. normal, but I got into, a couple of my teammates, um, when I got in high school, my, the older girls were doing weightlifting. Um, just to kind of get stronger for volleyball, to make sure I was going to get stronger, jump higher, be faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to do it, and I was tiny going into high school. I was, I think I was like 93 pound I and mean, tiny. And um, yeah. so they were like, you, "We're not giving you an option. Like you're going to come to this because you have to get stronger. You're like tiny, tiny." And um, so I did it, and I ended up being really successful with weightlifting because it, they go by weight class, and so I was in the 101 pound weight class, and I picked it up really quickly and. Um, I guess so I got into weightlifting and we competed. We did, uh, powerlifting competitions. Um, and I ended up doing that all through high school and having a lot of success with it. So that kind of, I'm going to say it had helped me for like the rest of my athletics, but a lot of people always ask me like, how do you do that? How can you hang with, you know, one arm or whatever? And it's, it's, I totally contributed to starting with strength training so young. I mean, I was, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're old, you're yeah. in Ninth grade, 14 or 13 or whatever. But, um, I got into weight training so early that I kind of developed the strength, like while I was still, I would say growing, but I us see, mm-hmm. I didn't grow. I'm so much too tall. But um, <laughs> and so I, you know, I did that, and it helped with volleyball. I would just say I noticed massively because I didn't get any taller, and so it didn't matter if I jumped really high or not. But um, it it helped a lot going and just just having that strength developed already you know, as I got older and. And I went to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. I played volleyball in college and I also ran track. And that helped, too, because they're just so – there's three so very different forms of, yeah. of, of sport. They so, are. So, like, you know, a little, little agility, a little power, a little strength. And so I, I really think that that's helped me a lot. And so kind of what I'm doing now is I got introduced into so many different, very, very different forms of sport so early. Um, right. And it was And I it think... was nice. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah. you go. Oh, you – Oh, I was just going to say, you
0: know, I feel like a lot of kids feel like they have to do one thing Mm
1: -hmm. now.
0: Like, I have to be a volleyball player. I have to be a a weightlifter. And the variety of sport actually sets you up to be really super athletic because you can then
1: kind of transition your skills to other things. It does, exactly. Yeah. And and I think kids should do more than one thing and find out what, and adults, um, what they enjoy. And, and, you know, especially as adults, because we don't i would say we don't, yeah. but you, you kind of lose athletics once you're out of high school and college, unless you, you're a professional. But once you're done with yeah. that, it's it's hard to continue to find sport and and new things, mm-hmm. which is what's so cool about Ninja Warriors. It's like a whole, for me, it was like a whole new realm of, of competition that's constantly yeah. changing and evolving. And so it's cool, it as it like being an adult out of organized sports. It was kind of like a new organized sport in a sense, right? Yeah, yeah, and is it that. funny
0: that the is it funny that the girl who didn't want to weightlift is now working at a gym and competing <laughs> uh in like a very strength
1: based I oh, know irony. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, and I didn't I didn't That's want to so get it on I'm I'm glad that I did because I it totally you know, I'm sure very yeah. way back, but it probably formed the path that I'm on now absolutely.
0: Right, we never know like when that little spark of passion is going to hit us, and exactly. it could be in something that you don't think is going to be it. So, um, so then you play, you played through um, sports through college, and then after college, um, did you move back home from Gainesville, and that's kind of where you started? Was American was Ninja Warrior around then, or was it kind of starting to develop, or how did you transition into that sport?
1: Um, no, actually, I graduated in 2011, and it was, it's been around, we used to watch it in the summer, but not really, um, there was no investment in it, but I moved okay. to Tampa after I'm, I graduated, and I was in Mississippi, I moved to Tampa, and then I worked there for a year, and then I moved back, I actually didn't start, kind of, train, not training, not but really with the interest, or the idea that I could do it, because, you know, then it wasn't very popular, there weren't very many women doing it, and, Right. It's kind of uncharted, um, but it, that one year, I think it was two years ago, um, a couple of the girls did really well, and a lot of people actually came up to me, and they're like, you know, you're not any bigger or smaller or whatever the these girls. You could probably do that, and I was, yeah. I was like, well, you know, why not? Give it a try, and I actually did submit to them, let's see. It wasn't last year. It was last year, so two years ago. And mm-hmm. um, I did not get selected, but I went down to Orlando and I tested the course, and it was so much fun. That was when I realized I was like, this is this is definitely something that I want to do. I didn't really know before. Um, mm-hmm. And after that, that's where it kind of evolved, and I started started competing after that. But yeah, it was just kind of something that it was just like a new challenge that was kind of proposed to me by people that I knew, and they're like, you could you should try and do that. And then I tested right. and I like, actually got my feet wet lit a little bit, and I was like, this is so much fun. I want to keep doing it.
0: And, and kind of reading about you, was it through that test that you then got asked to be on the, the TV show, the um, competition, team competition yes. show?
1: Okay. Yeah, it was um, for Team Ninja Warrior. I um, yeah. ended up uh, running into one of the guys that would eventually be one of my teammates. And um, yeah. it was the first season for them for teams. And not that it was hard to find people, but it was like just the very right. And so yeah, I got lucky that I kind of, they let me. In, whereas most of the other competitors, I think almost all of them were already, like, past competitors from the show. So I got, I definitely got lucky on that one that they let me do it, because that kind of pushed, pushed me into it, and then I got into an American Warrior, mostly because yeah. of that. Um, so right, I got I- in at a perfect time, like, right before it kind of blew up. Um, right flew in my way. <laughs> cool. I love that. I yeah. love that.
0: And it's just, it's also putting yourself in the right spot to mm-hmm. um, get those opportunities, right? You're like, well, I didn't make it. That's
1: okay. Like, I want to go try and yeah, just run I mean, the course. So Exactly. You don't want to just give up and try something else. Um, yeah. Kind of yeah. go put your pride aside because it's not exactly what you wanted, but you know, right. it doesn't always work out that way. So yeah, definitely. And, Exa- and the Exactly. exactly. Awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely. From a, from a failure It's kind of like a new
0: opportunity, so. How cool was that experience? Because, one, I love that your team was called the real-life beast. Yeah. Like, that that cracks me up. Um, But, two, you are – what? Yeah, good. That was what? Oh, you get to, you know, right away, you get to jump in with all these veterans, you know, people who kind of know it. And you're saying – you were new to the sport, was it kind of nice to ha- be new to it and, like, willing to try anything and not really know what to expect, or was that, did that kind of hold you back in, in certain ways? Um, it's both.
1: It was really nice for my first experience with the show because you kind of forget that it's a TV show. And so you're standing yeah. on the platform, and they're telling you when to go and when not to go. And, and not only is everybody watching you, but they've got cameras on you. And for me, I had never done that. Um, right. So it was nice in that aspect to be surrounded by... I mean, it's really, honestly, the best of the best. We're all there.
0: Mm-hmm. And, but at the yeah. same
1: time, your teammates are two of the best athletes, period. And, it, right. and you're, like, you have to live up to, you know, the level yeah. of athleticism and the love of Which, it, for me, just being, you know, growing up in sports, I enjoyed it. But it was also kind of mm-hmm. like, you're going into something brand new with, you know, if you enjoy it or something. So it was, it was both. It was kind of, not nerve-wracking, but it was intimidating a little bit um but once we started it was it was so much fun the team enjoyed it, it yeah just, it was so much fun to film it yeah so i bet i bet um it was it was a blast cool
0: and i i mean i know very little about the sport like yeah i watch it sometimes but i do know drew dreschel and he he was on your team that has to be a yeah. cool experience what what did you learn from him Specifically, can you, like, point out something from that time yeah. on Team Ninja Warrior that you learned from him?
1: <laughs> um, Drew Drew's was awesome because he is, he just, he's the most well-rounded athlete, I think, that I've ever come into contact with. He just, he's just good at everything and knowing his body, and he's super strong. Um, not, not even, like, a physical thing that he taught me. He, I remember he sat down next to me before we filmed one morning, and he was, it was the very first time. And he was like, you're going to fall and I'm going to fall, and then we're going to move forward, and, you know, we're going to get a little bit better every time. And so that, for me, because, you know, it is going to happen, you are going to make mistakes. That was that was really cool coming from Drew because it's kind of like a reality check. Like, yeah, you know, you don't have to go out there and be perfect. Um, just go out there and, you know, do well but have fun. And that was really cool coming from Drew because, you know, like I said, and if you compare it to, you know, professional sports, this is something that's been doing it for years and years and years. And um, Right. So that was – that's probably what – has stuck out for me that's coming cool. from Drew. Yeah, um, yeah, plus, that's I mean, really awesome. All the all of the physical things he can teach you. He's just an incredible athlete.
0: Yeah, the body control you guys have is unreal. Like that's one thing I know about from like his his name. Watching him, he's like in control of every movement. Yeah. Or so it yeah, that's to the viewer.
1: <laughs> incredible. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of this parkour and gymnastics and then um, the free running and all mm-hmm. that stuff that he all of the things that I need to get better at once I'm no longer rehabbing right so those are actually things that I struggle with coming from three sports where you don't have to have any body control
0: right um, so right so you're that's, learning
1: that's, a lot of that absolutely I'm definitely definitely still in the beginner phases of that and I think I don't think that would have prevented my injury um but right. it wouldn't have hurt if I was a little less reckless with throwing myself around, for sure. So. <laughs> Do you think, though, that um,
0: this slowdown and this injury is really aiding you in that way, that you have time to work on, especially core and upper body, that body control that you maybe are weaker in? Weaker, you're not weak in it, really. You're stronger than most humans, but, <laughs> you know.
1: Not even, like, so much, the, the like, the other weaknesses of, I've had to really slow down and reevaluate mm-hmm. how I'm, not I you said know, how I am training, but how I was training before. I was doing, I mean, I'm getting things done, but I didn't really have it good. and didn't stretch enough. I didn't, you know, I didn't do all the, the things that help to prevent injury. And all the things that I'm having to do now and kind of working back up, um, definitely, I've had to almost, like, relearn how to strength train, because I've been lucky that, I've always been, you know, semi-athletic enough to just kind of pick up on things. But you know, Mm -hmm. know, when you're injured and you you have surgery and you have to kind of start from not ground zero, but pretty much ground zero. It for me it was interesting. Not even like working on the other areas that aren't affected, but working on strengthening like my knee Um, because I've never had to like I never had to do anything from the bottom up. So it's been really it's been very interesting process from from that perspective. I've been really lucky in 28 and I've never had a serious injury until now. Yeah, so. yeah. Um,
0: I was the same way with before I tore my ACL too. I hadn't had anything and then it was that and you're, it's a real big reality check mm-hmm. for everything that you're doing, you know, like um, how am I training? How am I um, looking and like evaluating my performance and mm-hmm. what's my nutrition, like all those different things. But um, how did how
1: did the injury happen? So you tore your ACL in the fall, correct? I tore it in August, the end of August. August, okay. Um, we were actually you we were filming um when I did it. So oh, wow. I can't exactly tell you how it happened because it hasn't come Yeah, out yet. yeah. But uh, right. <laughs> I yeah, basically um we were moving really fast. Um I took a not even a fall, I actually landed on my feet. I I landed how I wanted to. I just, you know, landed wrong and um mm-hmm. Just, just just one one false. I don't even know. I've seen it, I mean I have the video on my phone, but um I haven't seen it from like behind. So I really don't even know what happened. Like, I had done that oh gosh. the same obstacle I had done I think it was my like sixth sixth time, maybe? Fifth six or sixth time doing it. And okay. honestly that was the best. It was the best I had done it yet. And so <laughs> it was just it was wow. but I say, I didn't even yeah. really know what went wrong. I landed both feet down. Um I mean, it's probably six- or eight-foot drop, and we were moving pretty quickly, but I had done it five or six times before, and it was just one time too many, or I, maybe I landed with one leg straight. I really had no idea. Um, yeah. But it was... And you can watch it. it. You can wa-
0: You're trying to... Are you trying
1: to figure out, like, what happened? Is that what you have it on your phone? Well, what's, what's crazy is I, I have an angle where you can see my left leg, which wasn't injured and in my, in my right leg. is kind of blocked by a pole. And um, okay. I watched it, and I landed... And you instantly see my knee just blow out to the side. And mm. I was watching it with one of my friends, and I was like, oh, my God, I was really nasty. And he was like, that's not the knee that you hurt. And so both of my knees really kicked out to the side. I'm really fortunate okay. that I didn't injure both of them because I yeah. saw it, and it made me cringe. And then he oh. was like, that's not the one that you hurt. I'm like, oh, you're right. Thank oh. <laughs> God so oh. I didn't do both of them. So I had not right? the unobstructed oh. view of my left leg, but...
0: It okay, we're all messy. we'll all
1: wait for it. <laughs> yeah. Will they, oh, they, show, they it? They'll they'll, yeah. show it? Will show it? Probably not. I mean, they have to kind of yeah. they have to acknowledge what happened because um, right. we had made it pretty far in competition, and somebody right. had to take over in my position. Um, so they have okay. to acknowledge that I'm I'm there and then I'm not anymore. I don't think they definitely yeah. won't show it from behind because it was pretty gross. But um, yeah,
0: and in, they they the, in the moment, it. I mean, did you know know what happened? Were you aware, like? Oh, yeah. that was knew, bad. Exactly that was my ACL. Knew. You knew exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Just from having teammates and friends that had done it, and it was exactly as was described to me. I heard it pop before I felt it, and then you know yeah. my life yeah. caught fire. So I knew, I knew exactly what I had done. They actually, yeah, they, they thought that I, had, that I had probably broken it just from the way that it shifted, and, oh, um, wow. and then I had it X-rayed in the emergency room. And they're like, "What's that broken?" Mm-hmm. Good. Like, okay. <laughs> and then the first well, doctor I good. saw told me it, that my ACL was intact, and then. I met my surgeon. who's like, it's completely gone. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a know. good
0: point and something that I tell a lot of people. I'm like, get another opinion. Like, yeah. if if you don't feel comfortable with what is being said to you, or um, either way, I think it's good always to have a couple opinions just to know mm-hmm. what 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 people think. Um, yeah. So you're so then surgery and or, did you have surgery right away?
1: Um, I did for not. That? I had. Surgery. They made me wait like six weeks. Um, okay. Both because the surgeon that I got in with, he's awesome. He's um, very popular, and he was very full. And yeah. he also had What's me What's his do name? Dr. Mosier. Okay. He does a lot of the, or most of the, um, US the student athletes at US.
0: Okay. Um, I, think he's a, cool. I think
1: he's actually the team surgeon, team physician. I don't know. Um, yeah, probably. But he was. he, so he was. He was busy himself. Um, but they, I did four, I think four or five weeks of rehab prior to surgery, which I guess is pretty standard now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what for you first. did
0: that entail?
1: Like, um, it was pretty basic compared to what I had to do afterwards. It definitely gave me mm-hmm. a kind of a false sense that this is going to be easy because you don't do a whole lot until they fix it. <laughs> right. Um, right. I, you know, I, I did a lot of, I had a lot of extension problems before surgery. Okay. Actually, it was kind of, my, I think they said it was impinged. But, um, I did a lot of extension, like, you know, a lot of quad sets, a lot of leg lifts. They let me do the leg press, um, squats and stuff, but I couldn't really do anything, you know, super yeah. advanced. But, so I, I did yeah. it, I think, five weeks before, for five weeks before I had surgery. Um, okay. And it wasn't, so crazy. Go ahead. Yeah. It yeah, no, it, it was very it, simple compared to, you know, post-operative.
0: Yeah, and it was kind of a, a reality check after surgery. Like, wow, I
1: this is a lot. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of thought that because I, you know, I was like, oh, I've been doing. I've been here for six weeks now. I know it's coming, and you know, you, you have mm-hmm. no idea of how much harder it is after they slice you open and then you have to go back to mm-hmm. it. And, and I was in. I went in to PT the day after, the morning after surgery. so. Okay. It was. It was. It was. I'm kind of a big, huge baby when it comes to like. blood and guts and stuff and so I really had to grow up a lot during the whole process yeah I I came home with the drain and the blood bag on the side and normally I would have just like passed out cold. Um, so I really had to mentally grow up a lot and the day after I went in for the day after surgery I went in my tt pulled the drain out and I didn't pass out and yeah I didn't even just then but yeah so it was very it was a lot more um just like intense than I kind of anticipated it would be, but for yeah. me, being as big of a yeah. baby as I am around blood and stuff, I didn't pass, ha- I have yet to pass out during the whole process, so. Guys, that was... so that's worth a tro- trophy in itself, because that's hard I, for I people. Really who... kind of <laughs> I wouldn't look at it for, like, five days, but. Yeah. I, I was, so, like, does it look like, okay to, a to a other people? Of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Look at it when you're, you <laughs> can handle it. So, yeah, that, that um, maybe when hard.
0: you w- maybe when you're a little bit more stable. So then, if you fall, you don't injure yourself again.
1: Yeah, I'm, that's I'm when you can look at dad. the picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, that that was hard for me. And you know, just aside from the physical, I'm just you know I'm a big baby, and I had to. Over, yeah. you can't be because you have to do all this stuff, and you have to look at it and touch it. And, right. So I had to grow up a lot in that <laughs> in that aspect. Probably things you didn't think you were going to be learning, but you did. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and even so, even in PT before surgery, I would like see people come in and have their stitches out, and I would, it would make me nauseous. Like I, that's just how I always have been. So yeah. But a couple, yeah. day, I mean, after a couple of days, I was like totally used to it, and so that's I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah, my age, I should so probably t- get over it. <laughs> <laughs> some of us we just we have things that are really
0: hard for us to get over, so that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Um, I got it. I
1: got hung in there
0: for to So, thinking back, you know, to that moment or to that first part of surgery, and if you could go back now and and tell yourself one thing going into surgery, would you tell yourself something different? Would you prepare yourself differently? Um,
1: I don't think I would have prepared any differently. My PT, the whole, I mean, the whole group that I've been working with, they're, they're awesome. They prepared me well. For me, I mm-hmm. mentally just didn't have any idea what to expect. Even though people okay. had told me, I just really didn't prepare myself. I mean, I, I just had no idea what, what it was going to be like. I don't think I would have done anything differently. Um, yeah, I, I did.
0: mean that in the mental side, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, is there, I mean, what what do you wish you would have known? What do you wish you would have? had, or was it just your idea of, like, I can do this, it's going to, which is good, you know, that positive, like, this isn't going to be that bad, mm-hmm. but was was thinking that way almost um, detrimental, or did it kind of help you in a way, like, through the first part, too?
1: I think it was probably detrimental in that, like I said earlier, I've been really lucky that I pick up on things quickly, like, I don't know if it's, like, mm-hmm. physical things, can are not difficult for me to pick up on. I'm very good about, you know, strengthening and growing and whatever. And so this was something that was totally kind of out of my control, you know. Um, and yeah. So I think in that aspect, being so comfortable with physical activity that I kind of assumed that the rehab aspect of it would come more easily to me than it did. Um, I don't know how I would have prepared differently. I mean, if I had to do it again, I would know that this is going to be hard and, um, it didn't bother me so much, but I was just, I was definitely surprised at how yeah. difficult it was. Whereas I thought right. that it would come easier than it did. Yeah. How are you um,
0: also rehabbing in the <laughs> form of like mentality and how are you dealing with the mental and emotional battles that are uh, kind of coming up probably during this process? Because this might be the first, like you said, this is the first time you've been away from a sport mm-hmm. and not able to do physically what you, you want to do.
1: Yeah. Um, that hasn't been terrible because I kind of am very realistic and you know, this is, this is where you are and you can't change it. So there's no reason yeah. to, you know, no, no reason to let it be negative. But at the same time, all of the stuff that I have, that I want to do hasn't really happened yet. So just now, I think they're, they're actually starting to film this season of Ninja Warrior um, next week is they're going to start. Okay. And so the things that I'm going to, the things that I want to do or that I'm going to want to be a part of really haven't happened yet. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's probably, that's probably helped, because um, I'm far along enough that I know that, you know, this is what you of in the future not. But I think in the beginning yeah. phases when it's so hard anyways, if all of that was going on and I couldn't be a part of it in any aspect, I think that would have been a lot more difficult. So maybe timing-wise I got lucky that it was okay. You know, kind of dead zone. I mean, now I can, you know, like I'm going to go out to San Antonio and watch them film and I'm going to get out to Daytona. Um, but, like, before, cool. I wouldn't have been able to do any of it. So, yeah. I mean, even just to be, go be a part of it or go watch or whatever. So, I think that yeah. timing-wise, I got a little bit lucky because I think that would have been really hard. Like, if you got hurt and you had surgery right before your season started or and you couldn't be mm-hmm. involved at all, that would definitely be more difficult.
0: It kind of gave you a chance to focus on the little things and focus on what you needed to do to get
1: back. Definitely. That, yeah. And okay. There's less, less distraction for sure. Yeah.
0: Do you use any um, mental like affirmations, visualization, anything like that to help you train right now as as you kind of are prepping to get back into more some bigger work with um, rehab stuff? Um,
1: not necessarily the mental mental approach. Like I said, I have really awesome PT, and mm-hmm. they've been very um, kind of progressive with me. And I guess it is mental because they they let me or do it in a way where I can see, like, physical progress. And so right. he'll tell me, oh, you know, you, you did 80 pounds on the extension today, and you were, you were at 70 last So, for, So it is mental, I guess. But for me, yeah. like, seeing visual cues that I'm progressing has been really helpful. Even if it's nothing, mm-hmm. even if I could do a, you know, a body squat to whatever, the 20-inch box, you know, a couple of weeks after, and then I can do 18 the next time. And just any kind of, yeah. for me, visual progress was, was really helpful. Um, so, it's, yeah. you know, it's measurable. It's something that can tell you you are progressing, even if it doesn't feel like it, because a lot of times, even still, for me, it doesn't always feel like it. But Yeah. Um,
0: how how important do you think, because this probably is something that you maybe talked with your physical therapist about, but it seems like, you know, just following you um, via
1: social media,
0: you've been able to do some stuff on your own or probably... At PT, I don't know exactly where it's at, but you're doing upper body stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it, with, with protecting your leg, but you're still working on something. You know, I think one of the hardest things as athletes is uh, when our leg is injured, we can't – if if we're a, a leg-dominant sport, we don't think we could do anything. But yeah. sometimes, like, some kind of workout or some kind of um, – Upper body, core, whatever it is, workout during that time where you can't physically do anything with your legs is really key. And you've kind of found a good balance with that. How have you kind of adapted that training and in, in the communication with your physical therapist?
1: Um, <laughs> they don't follow me on social media. <laughs> they would probably <laughs> yell at me a lot more. Um, that's not true. I, I I've I've been very smart. Um, yeah, it doesn't look like it some by some of the things that I did. That's, But for me, like like you said, what I'm trying to do isn't much lower body, nearly as much lower body as it is, you know, upper body and core and and just total body strength. Um, And so I felt – I also – I'm very in tune with what I'm capable of. And so I would never do anything where I would put myself in a position, you know, to fall. You know, you can fall and do anything. But I was very conscious that I was – whatever I was doing, I was capable of doing safely. Um, But, yeah, my PT was very, very adamant – not adamant, but – Open to letting me work out as soon as I felt comfortable. Um, I think I got back in the gym, and it's easier because I have a gym. I mean, that's what I do, and so yeah. I wouldn't. I didn't have to go to like the public facility, and that, that would have been hard. Um, but yeah. yeah, He said as soon as I felt comfortable, um, that I could go move around. And I think I got back into the gym. Had surgery on Monday, and I came in Friday, and just moved around a little bit. I mean, I guess once you're off of you know pain medications and. I had one of those pumps, which was awesome. Um, but once all of that was gone, you know, did some pull-ups and it's hard to do abs for a while. But it just moved around, yeah. and it really that really helped me a lot because I'm not used to sitting still for you know an hour, let alone almost a week. Um, but yeah, well, a, we get so
0: yeah. much. Yeah, and we get so much endorphins and stuff like that mm-hmm. physically. Like our body craves that, and then we ha- we get surgery, and we're like well, you kind of get into a depression or you can, but I think mm-hmm. some kind of movement, um, even if it is like, like you said, something that you know you're capable of doing safely, right. but um, you know, something that can get your blood flowing a little bit and make you feel like an athlete. I think that's kind of what we all crave in those moments.
1: Yeah. I actually thought it was going to be, for me, it was going to be harder to sit still. And I, like, like I said, I only sat still for like four days, but that was huge for me. Cause I, You know, I don't usually do that. But I actually noticed that, you know, I had a lot of normal aches and pains and tension and Mm tired. And I actually, I felt so much better coming, like, sitting down and laying down for a couple days and then getting back into the gym. Like, it was almost, like, necessary, especially when I tried to work out, you know, and be really active before surgery, knowing that I was going to be sat down for a while. Um, So it it did a lot of good to rest as well. I know all the PT's are different. Mine encouraged me. To get back into the gym, I think, because he knew where I was coming from, uh-huh. um, and it, it also helps that I wasn't trying to, you know, go into Planet Fitness or somewhere that was like crazy busy. But because I could come in here with nine crutches and, and sit on a box and you know be safe about it. But yeah,
0: and it definitely help. Yeah, and kind of what you're saying, you're just so aware of your body. Like, even now, I'm sure you're aware, like, okay, I need a rest day. I need to, and just honoring your body because you know what a tool it is. And for a lot of people out there, maybe they're, they're younger athletes and they're starting to learn that, you know, if you're an athlete in any way, like, your body is your vehicle and you must take care of it in every way. So it's cool coming from you, someone that, you know, for us, it looks like you just, and you probably do work out a lot, but um, you do give yourself time to rest. And what's your nutrition like on that side of things to help aid you in your not only recovery but performance?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't have to change. I'm, I'm pretty – I don't wanna I don't, I don't ever diet. and I don't ever yeah. push the word diet to people. But I just eat well. And I did before yeah. surgery, and so I really didn't change anything after the fact. I, I, you know, I probably cleaned it up a little bit because – you know you're not, I'm not I was not nearly as active afterwards i mean still I still can't be, but um I just eat well and i, I try and tell all of my people to you know, eat eat good foods and eat enough of them um you know lots of meat vegetables fruits um I try not to eat you know junk food in yeah moderation matter but but right. really i didn't I didn't change a whole lot i just and I was trying to be smart about it, especially i and i'm by no means am i slowed down, but for from where I was, I've had to slow down. So just eat clean is what I try and tell people. And, and eat enough. That's hard, too, because you think, oh, I have to be perfect, you know, and sit on the couch for whatever, however many weeks you have to. I have to be perfect. And I, and eating not enough is just as bad as eating too much yeah, or, right. or, or too much or all bad things. So I kind mm-hmm. of find a happy medium. But for me, I yeah. didn't really change a whole lot because I try and do that anyways. Just, you know, it's how you perform optimally. is got to fuel yourself. So the same goes for, for healing. I'm sure is is you fuel yourself properly, or else you're not going to heal like you need to. But absolutely clean and in. in enough. Yeah.
0: Do you, are, are you starting to see? You're four months out now. Four months post surgery. I am four. Yeah, four and a half. Four and a half. Are you starting to see like um,
1: little light light at the end of the tunnel moments? <laughs> Sorta of, am I. Um, I'm on it. My PT says I'm on the extended plan. Um, yes, Which is okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes and no. I, I didn't have no massive complications, but it's it's definitely been um, more difficult than it, it could have been, just in terms of kind of how I healed, and um, I have just built up so much scar tissue that it's really hindered my yeah. range of motion, and so it hasn't been it it's not none of it's easy, but it could have been easier. Um, so I'm yeah. still I'm actually testing tomorrow to see if I'll let me run jog. Okay. Um, which is, I think that that's big because that's kind of, that's a light. Not at the end of the tunnel, but it's definitely a light. It's progress. Um, it's something that I yeah. haven't yet been able to do. But he's been, I and mean, he's been killing me with the strength training. So it's, and, I appreciate that.
0: Right. And I, I, as someone, of course you appreciate it because you know the importance of strength when mm-hmm. you're running. Like, you know, it, it takes less pressure off your knee. And I think that's. Right kind of um, good for people to hear is that it doesn't go the way you always think it will go. No. Um, breaking through scar tissue sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> really?
1: I'm, so really work, painful. I'm still working on that. But, yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely, um, I think, for me, especially, um, that I think a lot of people expected me to kind of fly through it, and I did, I did too. Like, I thought it was just going to not be easy, but, you know, it would be, this and this would happen, and then this happens, and, and it hasn't happened like that it, for me at all. Which is kind of cool yeah. f- for me because I, you know, was expecting something totally different than kind of where I'm sitting right now. But it's still, it's still an interesting process, and it's been, it's been a lot harder—not even like physically, but just in terms of the timeline. It's been, it's been more difficult than I, I definitely imagined. I think we all imagined, which is kind of, for me, it's kind of cool because it kind of tells people who are, you know, maybe reading my story or listening to my story or whatever, but you can be, you know, somebody that likes to watch TV and play video games and go through this, or somebody that's crazy and traverses chairs, whatever, active, and it's still, it's, it was just as hard for me as it is for, for anyone else, which that, for mm-hmm. that, from that perspective, I I thought it's been kind of cool because a lot of people have been like, oh, I'm, I'm three months and I'm running now, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm four and I'm not, you know, so... It, it's, yeah. kind of a cool, it's, it's kind of a cool reflection. Yeah, like a it's, humbling. It's definitely humbling. The whole experience yeah. for me has been, has been humbling. I kind of thought that I was going to come in and just crush it, and it hasn't been like that at all, which I appreciate because I Does needed it, a challenge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does it make you, um, I think, I know I can speak personally, like with sport, I feel like I, you're, you're in control. Like you feel like if I do this, this, and this, I'm in control of my success. And I feel like one thing I learned from that is, like, we don't really have control. We can do the mm-hmm. things right, and, like, that's we, that's just a peace of mind. Like, doing the things right is a peace of mind that I did everything I could do. Is that kind of – have you lost a little bit of, like, trying to control things in this? Oh, or
1: definitely. Yeah, because I, yeah. did, I did. You know, I did everything they asked me to. I've been in PT. I've been in PT twice a week, since, you know, right after my injury before surgery. So for over six months, and, I, you know, I, religiously, everything I'm supposed to have done – are supposed to have done, I have done, and it's filled as a, not that it's not worked out, but it's not worked out how we anticipated it would, and um, it was, it was, it was interesting, it was definitely a learning experience, because, you know, you're yeah. like, you do A, B, and C, and you're supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to happen, but it's, you know, I'm walking proof that it doesn't, that's not necessarily the case, so I definitely have yeah. to kind of just accept that it, it will come, it's just not coming, you know, at the time frame, I'm also very impatient, but in the time frame, then it should be. You know, where I yeah. am and, and like, I think it was kind of cool and, and just, I don't say difficult but frustrating for my PT too because he, it's what he does and he's, he really mm. kind of didn't understand from the perspective like why is what we're doing not working the way that I want it to so it's kind of cool to watch him struggle with it as well, from my perspective as yeah. well because he, he does it all the time and he's like why yeah. is it not you know bending yeah. or, or what in, in there is getting hung up I actually had a second MRI because they thought that it was structural. They're like, there's no good reason oh. why this is happening, and you know, it wasn't anything surgical. So it's, it's kind of cool wow. watching. Because I watched. It's not like it was just me, and I'm not doing whatever it is. Maybe I'm not doing something I should be. They were like, you know, what the heck? Like, why? Why are you not responding to yeah. you know? Reading? So it's been it's been kind of cool. It's been difficult, but I, I definitely had to learn that you can only control. You can only control your effort pretty much in this mm-hmm. whole process mm-hmm. and everything else will happen at some point or another. Do you think that if you had a magic
0: wand and you could change all this and go back to that day and um, it's, would you
1: change it? Um, I was reading that question and, email, and I, was, I was actually thinking about it. I feel I <laughs> like, please, don't, great ask great please <laughs> don't ask that question. Please don't ask that question. No. I, didn't, I just didn't, I didn't come up with a great answer because I wouldn't, I, I appreciate the experience. If I had the mm-hmm. opportunity, I wouldn't choose to do it. Like you said, hey, yeah. you can have this really cool, enlightening recovery experience, <laughs> but you're going to blow your knee out in the next 30 seconds. I would not do it again, but I'd like, abort, goes, abort. Yeah, I don't regret that it happened either, because it's been, yeah. it's been definitely, it, I mean, it's a whole new experience, and I've, I've learned a lot um, and had to grow up a lot, and you know, it's, it's a lot of it's hard work because I'm still trying to maintain, you know, the level of fitness I was. But now I have you know an hour and a half, two hours of PT every day. So right, it's been it's been definitely interesting. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't select to do it if I didn't have to. <laughs> that was the best. I think that's so <laughs> honest, and I really
0: no, I really like that, and I think it's honest, and I think. Um you know especially being in it right then like mm-hmm. i think i would probably say the same thing if i were in pc right now you know obviously now i have the perspective of i can look back and say okay i see how these things kind of worked out to make me a better athlete and a better mm-hmm. player and um this and that but you you can't see that yet right? You, right you're in the mix you're like my dang knee won't bend and i'm pissed <laughs> and, but like it'll it'll get there i just hope that you know one thing that I, i've really noticed throughout talking to you is, like, you're really finding, like, how this process is interesting. Like, you're really interested Mm -hmm. in how, like, your body works and how uh, this, you know, it is, like, up, down, plateau, down, up, like, roller coaster. And just that perspective and that ability to think that way I think probably um, hints back at your time with, you know, your training for Ninja Warrior and, like, you don't really know what's coming at you in that sport, right? right? Like the the course can be so different all the time, um, which might make this journey, not that it's easy, because it's not easy for you, but um, mm. it might make you more adaptable in the process.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll help. I mean, I think it'll help in, in all aspects, but the most, even not even in competition, the most important thing that I think I've taken from it is that I need to be more mindful and... In a, I mean, because you have to be when you're in PT, you have to be mindful of what you're doing, and you know, mm-hmm. in your form and in your recovery and stretching and, and all the important things. And that was for me is not even how I was competing, but how I was training beforehand was just not very, I don't say unsafe, but it wasn't very smart. I've I've learned how to be so much more of a smart, I don't want to say a smarter athlete because, but, but definitely a smarter athlete. I was kind but of I just get yeah, going with it and and. Uh, and then when I got hurt, I mean, we were just all out, just an all-out sprint. It was just a reckless movement, I'm sure, and I, I mean, it just happened. But I, I, after that, I mean, after the fact, looking back on it and looking back and where I, where I am now and where I come from, I just have to learn, and I am learning, how to be a smarter athlete. Um, yeah. Because, A, I don't want to do it again. And, B, is pretty much bound to happen. that's the first thing that I told them when I came back to the set after um, I went to the ER, you know. I didn't know, you know, what the injury was at that time, but, you know, I you know, my God, I was so sorry that it happened, and my first response was, you know, it was kind of bound to happen. I, I, I think I said, I'm kind of surprised this, this hasn't happened to me before now, um, and hmm. I totally still believe that, Just and just what we're doing, but not even just Ninja Warrior, you're just in training in general, and, you know, we're in track, yeah. and play volleyball, and, you know, weightlifting is just terrible for you, not, not in training, but the power competing is just terrible for your joints loading like that and yeah it, and that was my kind of response and not i kind of had it coming without you know being like ominous but eventually it just so happened that it, it happened in yeah. a day, which is crazy because i do all these really i was doing all this really stupid stuff like box jumps i mean huge box jumps so, you know sitting around and yeah. flying and falling and and then i tear it Landing with two feet evenly. I know. <laughs> you know who knows how it? It's happens always here.
0: that. Yeah, it's always that. I talk about it all the yeah. time. I'm like, our bodies get like tumbled around. We get tackled yeah. this and that, and then you like literally take a step, yeah. and that's the mate. Like,
1: what? Yeah, um, I actually think that I heard it before. I I heard it. Um, I got hung up on some um part of the one of the obstacles in the run that I before I really got hurt. I got hung up on mm-hmm. something, um, and it hung hung me right behind the knee. And I kind of fell backwards, um, mm. and I think that that probably started it. And so it wasn't out of left field because actually they filed an incident report about that, the first one. Um oh. And then I, then I it was just my first big impact. So I think that that was had part of it. But, yeah. Yeah. You don't, right. you don't. All the crazy stuff that we could have done. I mean, we did the wall. You know, this massive wall. It wasn't on the wall. It was literally landing. you know, two feet down. He just. that's how it happens. Yeah. Um, there's there's so many people listening to this that.
0: Um, kind of want, like, what would you tell them? They're going through the process right now with you, you know, wherever they are. What little nugget of inspiration or information would you want to give to them?
1: Um, I would, like, if, if people did tell me, and I was really fortunate that I had um, some really great athletes. I mean, Drew. You know, Drew, he, he toured his ACL a couple of years ago. Um, and oh, we did? I'm not sure if you're familiar with Jessie Graff. Um, yeah. She's oh, the yeah. girl that, She'd... you know, she just did so well this year. Um, she mm-hmm. tore her ACL a couple years ago, and so she was in my ear, especially before surgery, all the time with all of these things that she thought that I should know beforehand and, you know, things to ask my surgeon and, um, you know, graph choice options, which I actually ended up not doing the one that she did, but um, that was really helpful. Like, But like I said earlier, the group the, the groups, um, and the support groups, and I think the group that I was added to is on Facebook, but just, having the input of people that are maybe just a little bit farther ahead of you because, you are know, right at the beginning, it's really overwhelming. Um, mm-hmm. But I had to, people tell me a thousand times, you have to trust the process. And I really yeah. didn't trust the process until I was, I, honestly, until I was probably like two and a half or three months in. I was kind of like, I thought that I was just going to wake up, you know, a little bit better every day. Um, and then I realized that's not how it happens. I just thought that I was going to notice, you know, a marked difference every time I stepped out of bed. Um, and once oh, yeah. I actually started, you know, trusting the process and kind of embracing it, it really became a lot easier because when they tell you it's, you know, six to eight, whatever, 10 to 12 months recovery, for me, I, I heard it, but I didn't really comprehend it. Um, yeah. so I'm two months in and I'm like, you know, when it, when is this going to, you know, when am I going to be normal? Yeah. And then you realize I'm like, you know, a sixth of the way into being You know, fine. And then, for for, so for me, for the first couple of months, I really didn't trust the process, and that was that would be the one thing that I would tell people is actually, you know, tell yourself that, but you actually have to trust it. I was told that over and over and over again, and I heard it, but I really didn't trust it. I kind of just thought it was gonna fall in place, and it doesn't. And yeah, you know, it doesn't for anyone. So that would be my best advice: is actually trust the process. Don't just yeah tell yourself to trust the process.
0: Because it doesn't help until Um, you actually
1: kind of let go and embrace it. mm -hmm. Embrace. I like that. I like that word.
0: And um, trusting also doesn't mean, like, you're just idle. Like, you're still in full communication. And Mm -hmm. um, that's probably one of the big things that you've learned is just telling your PT all the things that are happening and um, how you're feeling because that really dictates what you can do that week.
1: So You have to be honest
0: with with yourself.
1: Yeah. I would also – I would also say that it's really important not to compare yourself to anyone else. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, for a long time, I didn't really realize at first that all the different graft choices kind of feel differently. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of times that I, even in the support groups, which are awesome, I was like, well, should I be here or should I be doing this or should I be? That's yeah. not, they're, you know, they're, and they're all different. that so I didn't understand that at all until after um, surgery because I, I had, had the, um, I had mine done with the patellar tendon, uh-huh. so it was, yeah. uh, it's a lot less common also. Um, and so, you know, it, but it takes longer to heal, and that was one of the things that I did it. I knew, but I didn't know that it's not necessarily comparable. So for me to you, my recovery is not necessarily going to look like yours, and that was right. something that, that I thought was really important because for a while there I was like, uh-huh. well, should I be doing this or should I be doing that, should I be here or there, and it doesn't matter, you know, you are where you are. So that was, yeah, that was something I had to learn
0: too. mm -hmm. Timelines are tricky. And I think we put through comparison, we put a timeline in our mind and Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, your body will react how it's going to react. And you have to be in that. If you're in the place where you can um, embrace those, that that process of how it's going to react, then you will as smooth as possibly as you possibly can, you'll get through the, through it how you're supposed to. So I, I think that's great, great advice. Um what is it – so right now you're probably – I mean, there's got to be things that you you wake up every morning and you're excited. Like, <laughs> I'm am working hard to get back to the sport I love, right? You love yeah. competing on Ninja Warrior. What is it about the sport that, you know, keeps you coming back and, and gets you out of bed in the morning and ready to go get better so you can get back there?
1: Um, for me, and, and this is true even before I got hurt, is I really enjoy the, and not even just the show, but the Ninja Warrior, and they have so many gyms now, obstacle style stuff, is because it's, mm. it's constantly changing, and it, it's, it's a constant challenge, and that's something that keeps me focused, and kind of gives me a landmark, so even now, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still training myself, as if I were, you know, going to be competing this year, uh, because it's, it's a, for me, it's a landmark, and even though, I mean, I, I have a very slim chance of actually being able to compete this year, but it, it's, Something that you have to get up and mindfully train your body to do because you don't know what you're gonna be going up against. And so for me, it's very true for this rehab because I, you know, I go to PT every day. I don't know, you know, what I'm gonna be doing or or what am I gonna, right. you know, be working today. So it's very similar. It's just it's a constant challenge. And and those two things for me have been very comparable because for you know training for say the show, you have to be ready for whatever you, is tossed at you. But this very true for this injury is you don't know, you know, what what are you going to be, you know, training. What, for me, sometimes I get out of bed and I'm like softball over because it's just killing me. Or I'm like, oh, this feels good today. So what are you going to be, you know, thrown at this today? It's very similar in, in that it's a challenge. And just like I'm excited to get back to competing and, and doing the show and doing the competition, I'm also – I like the challenge that I'm hoping that yeah. tomorrow I go into PT and, you know, maybe I'll get to I'm not jump, but you know what I mean? Like there, there's going to yeah. be a new challenge waiting for me. Challenge, yes. So but I've definitely kind of – that's been more my, more my motivation. Um, yeah. of realizing that it, it is a challenge and I like to be given new things to do and kind of conquer them as, as a challenge. Yeah, are
0: you? Uh, what book are are you reading? Any books right now? Do you read books? Do you have uh, anything that's helping you? Um, I don't know a quote or mentally. What do you say to yourself during those challenging times? Um, do you have a, a, a motto personally that that helps you?
1: I don't really read. I don't have a whole lot of free time. Um, I did come across something. I actually think this was before I had surgery. That was. It was just a quote, and I couldn't even tell you where I saw it. But I know I shared it, um, and I'm probably mm-hmm. going to butcher it because I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was along the lines of, you've been assigned this mountain to, to prove that it can be moved, and I thought that was kind of mm. cool because for me, I'm fortunate that I do have a platform that's kind of looking at me saying, you know, like, you've, you've been given this this challenge, shows that it's not impossible, and yeah. Yeah, I've been being a part of the show, and and, you know, that's kind of the beauty of social media is people that are going through the same thing that you are or maybe look up to you or look, or look to you for something can, you know, can, can find an outlet or, you know, I've had people message me all the time like, oh, you know, you did, we saw you doing, you know, deadlifts or squats or, you know, where are you in rehab, how you, and have reached mm-hmm. out to me just, just kind of as an, as an outlet, which I've, I really have appreciated that because I think, they, they always ask you in the show, you know, what's your story or what is what's your angle because it's a TV show. I mean, it's, it's reality television. Right. They want right. They want something that they can market you. And I kind of feel like this has been for me. This will be my reason to use this platform. Um, yeah. You know, this this happened. There's nothing you can do about it. But I have this been given this platform to kind of show how to how to overcome it. Um, I love it's it. It's kind of working out that it's not been easy for me, which I think, you know, like I said before, every, and myself included, I think everyone thought it was going to be easy. And so I think that's even better as that mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's nothing, it's not pretty. Um, yeah. But, you know, everything is doable. So that's been, that's been kind of cool. Just, and not just social media, because the whole community, the whole Ninja Warrior community, a lot of people were there. So a lot of people knew that I got hurt. Um, yeah. Kinda, you know, we were watching you or, or we're, we're rooting for you or whatever. We're watching how you're right. doing it. So that's been kind of cool. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I, I could because you'd have to. But it's been helpful doing this with that support system.
0: And it's cool that you're using it in such a positive way. I, lo- I love that you just said, it's not pretty, but everything is doable. Yeah. I like well, that. I was you're, you're, show- show. you're showing that.
1: I, will, I, I share good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Which I, that's also something yeah. that I've been really – I do that very consciously, not just yeah, you know, because of it. because a lot of people, in my opinion, is the problem with social media is a lot of people show exactly what they want or they show stuff that shows what they want you to see, and mm-hmm. there's nothing like pretty about you know your ACL <laughs> rehab, but even in general, right. even before I got hurt, that's one of my favorite things to share on social media is the falls and the failures because that's so much more realistic than.
0: You know, mm-hmm. the one
1: time that you get it right. So I've been really conscious about showing, you know, it's crazy I did something really cool last week and I wanted to share it. Well, right now I can do the leg extension in my gym with the pin pulled out. You know what I mean?
0: So yeah. I would share
1: that just, like, with no weight because I can't attach the pin yeah. to it yet. But um, so right. I would, I would be very conscious to show that as well because that's real life, you know. Half so the stuff cool. that people yep. share on social media is not. It's what they want you to right their like as, and I'm trying to show this very realistically, is, you know, I did single-leg squats this morning, and I fell over, and I wish I had yeah. videoed it, but I didn't. <laughs> but that's, that's so much more realistic than it is. So I'm trying that's to, I'm trying yeah. to yeah. utilize that.
0: But. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, really quick before I ask you the last couple questions, um, I like to do a little rapid-fire thing. I've okay. done it with a couple people, and theirs wasn't very rapid, so we'll see, we'll see how... Um, <laughs> If you can rise up to the challenge. So, Okay. Um, who's your favorite athlete?
1: Oh, that wasn't rapid. All right. Come back to that one because I have a favorite athlete, but I can't think of it right now. Okay. Your favorite song right now? Um, I know we're struggling. I do We're struggling. I'm really bad at it. I don't really, I don't really have a favorite song right now. I'm, I'm, What's the last song I'm, you sang in the car I'm, then? The last song you sang in the car. Um... I couldn't tell you. I'm failing. This is a hard ask. What's your favorite emoji? My Favorite emoji. Oh, the dog. Yes, the dog. Uh, (laughs) Favorite (laughs) food. I love sweet potato fries. Mm, Favorite color. Mm, blue. Are you an early riser or a (laughs) night owl? Oh, is that? uh, That's not true. Are you an <laughs> early, early riser? I'm in the gym a... and the walls are blue, so that was the first thing that came to my mind. Um, okay, say that again. <laughs> early
0: riser or night owl?
1: Um, early riser. I used to be a night owl, and then you can't do that in train people early in the morning. So right. I get in bed. I try and get in bed by 9.30. Nice. Try.
0: Uh, if you had a superpower, what would you choose for it to be? Oh, I would fly. Yeah. Ooh, good one. Um,
1: who's your favorite teammate that you've had? Oh, like on the show? I can't answer that. You can pick if I anyone. Say, if I say you Drew, James will shank me. Um, if I say the other opposite, baby, will use That's a lose lose. Um, my favorite teammate. You've played a I lot hard. of sports. I, love, so. I did play. I play a lot of sports. Um, I really enjoyed not necessarily a teammate, but um, competing when I was a senior, uh, especially with weightlifting, uh-huh. because I kind of had to teach all of the freshmen, and so that was oh, a, cool. That was the first time that I was. Yeah. I could think not necessarily a specific teammate, but a group of people that I really enjoyed competing with, because I had I got to help kind of mold them. So that's that's all that. Yeah. Came to about. No, that's cool.
0: Um, do you do any? What's your favorite alternative workout? Like something that's not ninja warrior stuff.
1: Um, Um, I like to do a lot of bodyweight stuff. Mostly, actually, yeah. that's mostly what I do. Um, I do lots of yeah. pull-ups, lots of push-ups. Um, cool. I hated, I, after competing with weightlifting and doing really heavy weights, I really like to do no weights at all, just super high reps. Yeah. Um, if you left for
0: vacation today, where would you choose to go? Ew.
1: Anywhere with the beach. Anywhere but the beach? Oh, no, anywhere with the beach. Anywhere with the with beach. beach. I was with like, the beach. what? Anywhere <laughs> from okay, in with the Caribbean, beach. Anywhere, yeah. anywhere with water. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you have tattoos? I do not. Okay, then dad, I, the second me. part of that, yeah, I don't have any other. Um, who is your favorite athlete?
1: <sighs>
0: Coming back to that um, one. You know
1: what? I, actually, like, I watched, and it's just, I mean, just with the Olympics, Simone Biles. I love oh, watching, yeah. her, watching her compete for gymnastics because she's so incredibly powerful. I've never seen And mm-hmm. that, that definitely sticks out to my mind. A lot of times yeah. I watch follow and, and, and admire, but she's just incredible. Like, with things that she's doing, or like impossible, but they're not because she's doing it. Def- yeah, definitely. Right. I really enjoyed watching her. Good, I love it.
0: Um, well, good, you answered that question. So that that yeah. that's the rest of the. There's a <laughs> couple more, but I no, I know it's fine. Um, okay, so when say say we're you know years down the line and you are done competing uh,
1: as a ninja warrior, what do you want people to remember you for? Um, I. That's not, that's actually not a hard question. I want to be remembered as for my humility, I think, um, mm. because with a lot a lot of the attention that's come with Ninja Warrior and just, you know, strength stuff and, and social media because people, like I said, focus on, like, the, the good, but just yeah. that humility. And a lot of people will tell me that I don't know how to take a compliment, but it's not. I it's, just, I want to be remembered as is a very humble person because that's exactly how I was raised to cool. be. And it's, they hate it on the show because, you know, they wanted to show emotion and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They think that it's more being stoic, but it's not. It's just, you know, the, the respect to, the, to be yeah. humble. That's, and that's kind of what I take pride in, 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 in cool. sports. Because, you know, to be, in my opinion, to be successful, you have to be able to navigate between the ups and the downs. And for me, that's the easiest way to kind of stay level-headed. So I yeah. think for TV, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't make great TV. They probably hate it. But if I had to be remembered for something, it's that, you know, just even heal the whole time. And it helps yeah. and hurts at times. But that was definitely important to me, especially if it wasn't upgrade And I know that, that would make yeah. me really proud. Yeah.
0: Good. That's a good choice. I like that a lot. Um, last question. So the the podcast is called Show Your Scars. Mm-hmm. What does Show Your Scars mean to you? Mm-hmm.
1: To me, I mean, it's just a physical. It's, it's it's putting the physical to something that's that's you're struggling with inside. But mm-hmm. so for me, something's like, oh, you know, this is actually true. People ask me, why do you why do you walk like that because I still kind of limp. And for me, mm-hmm. that's something that I can show them. That's something that puts a an answer to you know something that you can't see. And a lot of people, I don't, I'm sure everybody goes to the same thing. But once you once you don't have your crutches and you don't have your stitches and there's no grace and whatever a lot of people don't realize that you're still injured. And so, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, you, you know, you look normal, but you're still, I mean, you're still dealing with this. You're still rehabbing. You're still dealing. And for me, and mine's still so tight and, and sore that I feel it with every step that I take. So it's still there. Mm-hmm. And so the scar is just a – it's putting the physical to, you know, what what's wrong with you or why, why do you walk like that? Yeah. Or why can't you play volleyball or whatever? is you know, you see this, this is – you know, that's why. It, it's, it's kind yeah. of a – just a visual to something that every that you're still dealing with that nobody else can see. Yeah,
0: well, that's awesome. Thanks so much, Erica. I Absolutely. really enjoyed talking to you and learning more about you and the sport. And um, I just love your attitude about getting better and taking how you are really walking through this process with humility. You're,
1: mm-hmm. you know, you
0: you are for sure. And Um, learning how to test the process. It's cool to watch, and I'm really excited I got to talk to you about it. Well, thank you for calling. I appreciate it. There she is, Erica Cook, talking about her ACL injury recovery that is currently going on. Just the day after we recorded this, Erica got to jog for the first time, put a video up on her Instagram. So we're, we're super stoked for her that she has taken that step, and you can see that she was pretty excited she got to jog a little bit and that's always a big step in your recovery um, with the lower body anyway so congrats Erica we're we're proud of you and overall just really some good nuggets of information that Erica shared with us. I loved when she said don't compare yourself listen to your body that she had to become more mindful in how she was training and to really trust the process. It's really cool to see what she gets inspired by. And I loved the quote, you've been assigned this mountain to prove that it can be moved. So maybe some of you guys need to hear that today. And I really hope that Erica inspired you to know that you can do this. Can't wait to see you compete in American Ninja Warrior in the upcoming seasons. I'm sure you'll be back and better than ever. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the conversation we had with erica cook american ninja warrior and sounds like there's another a couple other ninja warriors that i should be talking to and i'll have to try to get them maybe erica can help me get them on the podcast for some upcoming episodes so until then i would appreciate a review if you guys like the podcast if you are excited for me to try to talk to someone let us know so we can reach out to them and try to get them on show your scars Until the next episode, go out there and show your scars, people. Be proud of who you've become in the process.